You're listening to the number one podcast for nonprofit leaders, getting your nonprofit fully funded. This is the Fundraising Masterminds Podcast. I am going to defend these events because I think they're very valuable. All you're doing is spending a lot of money making your current people feel good about your cause. I don't understand what your problem with it is, Jim. (laughs) I mean, honestly. (laughs) So are you saying that all the pregnancy centers out there who do Walk for Life every year, that they shouldn't be doing Walk for Life? Well, welcome back to another episode of Fundraising Masterminds. I'm so glad that you were able to join us today. Uh, my name is Jason Galasinski and my co-host, Jim Dempsey. Hey, Jason. We're so excited that you're with us today because we have a great topic in the area of development for nonprofit leaders. Yep. It is the topic of the walkathon. We're going to talk about the value of a walk, jog, all the athon events. Now, look, I am going to defend these events because I think they're very valuable. And, and we're going to talk about the Jim value. Jim disagreed exactly. with me on this. And so we thought, you know, rather than having a disagreement off camera, let's just turn the cameras on and see where we go from here. So Sounds I think this good. is going to be an interesting podcast. But for the viewers who are joining us, Let's talk about what a walkathon is or what an athon event is. Yeah. Essentially, with an athon event, you have participants and you have sponsors. And typically, the participants are the ones who are, are doing the activity, you know, like the bike athon, they're mm-hmm. biking, or the walkathon, they're walking. There's marathons where they're doing marathons. And then you have people who back them, right. you know, and kind of support them to mm-hmm. do this thing. The sponsors, and typically, right. they're doing this for a cause. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, there is a time back when I first heard about this kind of event and I was like, why would anyone sponsor someone to walk around a block? Or why would anyone sponsor someone to ride a bike for five miles? Yep. I didn't really get it. Uh, but then I went through a season and I'm still kind of there just to let everyone know that I, I still believe in this kind of an event. But then I understood later after taking some training and, and you know, there's a few coaches that work in this area of, uh, especially in the pregnancy center world mm-hmm. where they talk a right. lot about like a walk for life, right. right? Or a lot of other charities, you yeah. know, that like cancer thons, right? charities, yeah. Yeah. you know, that do like a thon, you mm-hmm. know, marathon type things. Yeah. And, you know, it's this idea of like, we want to, you know, solve cancer, right? So we're going to do a a 5k run. And then, you know, you go around and you ask your friends and family to support you and sponsor Mm -hmm. you. And they're, they're going to do it because it's, it's helping to support a good cause. Right. Mm -hmm. And the, I didn't really get it until someone explained it to me. And this still makes a lot of sense, but it's like, it's an awareness, it's an awareness type you know, so I was like, well, you know, we, we spend a lot of time talking about vision dinners and vision dinners are great. It's a very uh, pointed time for you to get people together and pitch a vision, Sure. you know, but you know, it's, there isn't, it's not necessarily like a wide reaching type of event. So the way I was, the way that I was sold on the walk for life or the bike type event is that it gets you into the community it gets lots of people involved and it really just introduces you. It introduces the community to the ministry, mm. right? So it's a stepping stone. Mm. And the people who get involved with a bike a thon or whatever, they may not 
even know that the ministry exists, right? And then the people who sponsor those people, they may not even know that the ministry exists. So Mm -hmm. it's really a good thing because you're getting the community involved, you're getting active in the community, you're letting people know that you exist. Definitely is the theory, yeah. And uh, and it's there's quite a few people that raise a lot. I mean, I know in our software, I can pull up several ministries that have raised hundreds of thousands Mm. of dollars with a Walk for Life. So it definitely works. I mean, it definitely raises the funds. Uh, there's been others that, you know, hasn't been so successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I don't understand what your problem with it is, Jim. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I like I think that it's like, well, it's yeah. you're making people yeah. aware of your organization. Yeah. You can use it as a stepping stone to invite those people into higher levels of giving, yeah. you know, at a banquet or something like that where yeah. you can challenge them more. Yeah. So, you know, what is the problem with with that. Sure, I mean, that's just sure. seems like a very natural sure. way to go. Yeah. Well, Jason, first of all, I respect your opinion. I respect the opinion of pregnancy centers who do this. Uh, I know many of them, as you said, are raising significant dollars. Right. Um, I just have to deal personally with the value of what they intend to do. I don't question for a minute that they raise money. And you and I know very well that there's a lot of fundraising events and fundraising activities Mm -hmm. that don't have a long-term value. They don't focus in on friend raising. They get dollars in the door. We've talked about a organization, a nonprofit organization that sells cookies all over the United States and frankly all over the world right. and they do extremely well with that right. but I've always said that if I received a letter two weeks after I bought that box of Thin Mints if I received a letter from that organization saying will you give a gift that letter's going in the trash can because I have no relationship built up with that organization okay well you talk a lot about friend raising right and I think that this is a great example of friend raising because yeah. I mean when when I, if I were to participate in a walk for life, yep, right, what am I doing? I'm, yep. I as a yep. participant, yep. am inviting my yep. friends to sponsor yep. me, yep. right? So I'm actually yep. helping to expand the reach of the organization. At what isn't, cost, Jason? Isn't that what fundraising yeah. is, though? At what cost, Jason? At what cost? What do you mean? From what I mean is, from my standpoint, it's a very expensive way to have a rallying celebration for your cause because the individuals who come to a walk are not for most the cases brand new people to your organization you have people that already know you already love you already care about what you're doing all you're doing is bringing those people to a rallying event that spends a lot of money to do so it takes even more importantly it takes a lot of time to pull one of those things off and you are essentially spending money to keep the people who already support you well doesn't this it, was, it, it does a good job of you know like you said you're trying to cultivate those relationships and give people ownership and there's a lot of people that get fired up about certain movements and it gives them the opportunity to to kind of be in the community at what at what cost jason again it is it's expensive could i do the same thing with an open house could i do the same thing with other activities that are out there and i all the statistics that i have seen all my anecdotal 
information that I have experienced is that those individuals who sponsor, they are helping the individual. They could care less as long as you're not out there promoting something that is completely anti-Christian. Well, isn't that what you mean by fundraising? Of trying to get a sponsorship, they those individuals are helping their friends, their organization. Right. No, I'm t- when I talk about fundraising, I'm talking about the organization building new friends, not me going to my friends and and keeping them as my friends. It's building yeah. new friends mm-hmm. with the organization and those sponsorships. Well, isn't that exactly what we're doing? If, if I'm if I'm bringing my not, friends, I could do into- the same thing. To, and and have a cup of coffee and with them at Starbucks, and it'll cost a lot less yeah, you than don't know all who, the activities. You don't know who my friends are. I you still need, don't know who your friends are. You know <laughs> you why? You need me to bring them uh, to you. They're, they're not, because what statistics is showing us is that you may get some money. Once again, you buy may buy some cookies, mm-hmm. using that analogy. You may be sponsoring your friends, mm-hmm. but all the statistics will show that you are not getting second and third gifts with people. That is Always the value of an of a development event is what is the long-term value of a donor. And you are not getting these people to even give a second gift, let alone give for a lifetime. All you're doing is spending a lot of money making your current people feel good about your cause. And don't get me wrong, you're raising, like you said, $150,000. Well, are you sure about that? Because, I mean, think about it. If you've got... 500 people who love you. Yeah. And they all invite, you know, 20 or 30 people to sponsor them. And so you've got once all again, these people who have given money. You're getting money, Jason. Once right? again, you're getting money, but you aren't getting long-term partners. Well, but they get added to your mailing list. They get added to your mailing list and you get cost to, a lot of money to mail to them every month for years and you never get that second and third gift from people. Well, wouldn't so you say you're that spending, that's the problem of the that's the market that's more of a marketing problem that's more of a No, I would I mean, say that's a, I would say list. that's a very a wasteful um, amount you're of getting cultivation. The wrong, you're getting the wrong people you're on You're getting the, the wrong people on your mailing list who you're going to mail to for years on end. If you are like the typical nonprofit organization, you're going to mail to someone for two, three, four, five years without them ever having given a second gift. So you may get someone who donates and sponsors for $100 and you mail to these people for five years, the cost of adding, say you had a walkathon and added 100 mm-hmm. or 150 new sponsors and the cost of mailing to those people, all you did was add a bunch of names to your mailing list that really have no intention of giving. So you've just wasted all your marketing budget on that. Those people who sponsor, they don't generally come to watch the event. Right. They don't hear about the organization. They don't hear about the value of the organization. Right. All they're doing is coming to a rallying point. Uh, well, the sponsors don't actually the come sponsor, to the rally. And those are, you want new people. You've already got with you those that, that first group. Mm-hmm. Remember we talk about win, keep, and lift. Right. Okay? Right, right. The win starts those people down the pipeline and you want to move those people. You constantly want to so be moving people. So we're winning them people. as a walker. You, you're not. All you're doing with the walkers is you're keeping the people that you currently have. You, very rarely well, do if you, you invite people to be a walker. 
that that doesn't necessarily happen that often. Plus, it's not the a lot venue. Of, a lot of them go through churches, right? I, you know, like you talk about the the church. Yeah, you know, they give an announcement like, "Hey, we're going to do a walk right, for life," or "We're right. going to do a marathon." And then you know, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that sounds like fun." So you get new people in that are interested in the activity. Right? Those individuals, what all the information that I and the research that I have done, and and anecdotal from the walks that I've done, they just don't bring in that many new people. You know where you're going to bring in new people? Where? Doing a dinner, because you're you are bringing people legitimately new people to an event. They get a whole program, an hour of program, hearing about the value of your organization, seeing from change lives, individuals who are impacted. Mm -hmm. And this is not a feel good event. Don't get me wrong. You're sharing great stories at at a dinner, but at a walk, it's a feel good event, but boy, is that expensive. And you really, I have to look at what is the real value of the money spent. Talk about the platform. I don't believe that you really have a good platform at that event to present your changed lives, why, what the problem is, why you even existed why it was that your organization was started, what it was that motivated you to to start the organization, what you do, the activities, and where you're headed in the future. All those things are left out for the most part. Because you're in an outdoor setting, it's not the greatest environment to bring these things. Is it a a pep rally? For sure. Now, Now tell me, when you were in high school, Jason, I don't know if you went to a pep rally, but I... I, on a Friday afternoon in the fall, I went to a number of pep rallies, and I got really excited. But you know where the action happened? Where? On the field. It happened on the field. It didn't happen in the pep rally. A walkathon is your pep rally. Not a lot of action. There's a lot of cheering and a lot of pep going on, but not a lot of activity. I believe the game is played at a, at a dinner or an mm-hmm. event where it's platformed, your organization is platformed. Wow. That's where the game is played. Aren't pep rallies good, though? I mean, we... we I uh, mean, don't get me wrong, no, Jason. No, I'm just saying, like, no, you're right. why do people right. go to Washington, D.C. To, to participate? In, like, things they don't agree with, right? Like, they get in and they get signs and, yeah. you know, yeah. the media, they get media coverage. There's yeah. all this rah, rah, rah. Well, I, I mean, mean that, that's to surely, show support, for sure. I mean, surely, but, but why did they go to Washington, D.C.? They go to Washington, D.C. because that's where the decision makers, the policy makers are at, the individuals who can make an impact on mm-hmm. the legislation. That's why they go there, and they want to show their support. They want to show that 100,000 people can back a particular cause. Right. No problem with that. I, that, that. The purpose is for rallying for people. Let's be honest. A walkathon. If if people said to me it's, it's designed to... To, to rally people to together. To rally people together. What an exp- expensive way to rally people, Jason. I don't believe, you know, don't get me wrong, fundraising has its place. And and yes, from I, I will admit 100% that a walkathon is a great fundraising platform. But I don't believe that it, it has long-term results like an like a dinner or an event will. I don't believe it brings up people who are going to be with you for the long haul. And I want to, well, okay, honestly, so I've only got so much time. So are you saying that all the pregnancy centers out there who do Walk for Life every year, yep. 
that they shouldn't be doing walk for no, life. No, not saying it at all, Jason. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying they're even. I'm not saying they're bad. But what I'm saying is, well, is it why, the best use? I, I mean, you make of their time. Is it the best use of their resources? Is it the best use of what they want to accomplish? If getting money in the door is what they want to accomplish, terrific. Then do a well, walk. You said that they're very expensive, and yeah. it's debatable whether right. it's even getting money in the right. door. Right. Yeah. So I don't, well, no, I never. I, no, no. Like, maybe you misunderstood me. I didn't okay. say it's debatable where they get money in the door. I'm saying no. I I I I see the numbers. I know that they they will bring money in the door but again is money the bottom line if money's your bottom line then terrific do a walkathon do one every week but but I don't believe that should be the bottom line. I've only got so much time in a year. I've only got so many staff. I've only got so much of a budget. If I want to do something that's going to make a difference which is in development have a long-term result I'm going to, you know, I'm going to invest in something like a dinner. I invested in two kids going to college, not because of what I saw from that school, because trust me, they didn't get a lot out of the schools per se, but I saw what that diploma could do. It was a long-term benefit. And I, I don't believe that many organizations do walkathons really see long-term benefits short-term gain do they bring some good money in the door absolutely sure no qualms from my standpoint but is that really what your goal is to just bring money in the door well it's like ten, fifteen thousand to do a vision dinner well it's not that much more but i believe you can make a whole lot more off a of vision dinner i'll bet the same same uh organization brings in 150 for a walk can bring in 400 500 600 000 for a day yeah well so my biggest Okay, so backing up. Yep. Right. I I hear your point that you're you're not you're not necessarily saying the walk for life is a bad thing. <laughs> I'm not at all. Um, no. In terms of fundraising effort. Right. Right. If you want right. to if you want to raise funds. Yeah, I've seen the numbers. You can raise funds. Sure. Um, actually, I've seen some of the numbers in Fundeasy. You know, yeah. and some of our top, you know, walk for lives raise two hundred thousand. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, have huge crowds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not I would say the average is not two hundred thousand. The average is probably more in the, you know, fifty, sure. you know, somewhere around there. Well, maybe even thirty five potentially. Yeah. But yeah. Um I've we've had several, you know, several nonprofit leaders right. come to me and say, you know, we do a walk right in the spring, we do a golf outing in the summer, yep. and we do a dinner in the fall. Right. And that's their routine. Yeah, and it's a balance. And yeah. They feel like all they do is events. Right. And right. That they're kind of worn out, yes. and tired, I, absolutely, and because it's a treadmill, right? right? You you get done your walk. By the right. time you finish cleaning up, you're getting ready for your next for your event, golf. yeah. And then you yeah. finish that, yeah, and you get ready for your dinner. And generally, and who you're asking, you're asking the same volunteers to do all those things. So it's not right. just you who get paid, but it's your volunteers. Well, and I've had a lot of people come to me saying, you know, I don't think I want to even do a dinner this year, right? Because we did a walk, we did a golf outing, and I'm just exhausted. Right. And so I, the last thing I want to do is a dinner. And yeah. I, I actually, when we talk about the perfect vision dinner, sometimes people say that, you know, like, yeah, we've been doing, we just we just have too many events going right. on. I'm just, right. I'm evented out. Right, exactly. Right? And yeah. so what we're trying to say is, uh, you know, it's not wrong to do nope. tons of events, That's right. you know, and to raise funds. Uh, whatever way you want to raise funds is fine. Yep. But what we're saying is, if you are going to do some events, wouldn't you want to choose the event that's going to have the most 
impact right the for the long impact. run yep. yep right and maybe and you could have such a good dinner that you wouldn't have to do a walk right because you had such a good dinner and you wouldn't have to worry about burning out your staff you can focus all your staff's time and attention and volunteers time right. on on a great dinner and not even have to do a walk what we're saying is maybe there could be a time where you do one solid Big Bank, event. Big event. Yep. Once a year. Yep. And you raise all the support you need. And get fully funded. Get fully funded. And you don't have to spend the rest of the year. Right. You know. Yeah. Doing events. Yeah. You can and focus in on changing lives. Because, I mean, are we in ministry to do events? Or nope. are we in ministry to do ministry? That's right. Yeah. Um, and I, I get that, you know, it's easy to say, well, you know, we'll hire someone to do events yeah. all the time. Yeah. But the, the honest truth of the matter is an event takes all the people oh, yeah. down a rabbit yeah. hole, yeah. right? It does. Like, it's an even all if hands you say, "Well, deck. we're doing we're doing it for ministry," right. you know. Well, to you know, half the time of the year you're doing events, right? Ask yourself honestly, and it's it's a tough question because I yeah. I understand that a lot of people have been doing these events for a long time. You know, right. the the Walk for Life is a it's almost turned into like a staple, you right. know, like it's, oh, yeah. it's like, well, this is yeah. what we do. Yeah, and, exactly. And, you know, God forbid that you question, you know, it's what you do. The routine. The anointed yeah. routine. Yeah, that's right. Imagine a day in the future mm -hmm. where you put a lot of energy into one event in the fall or right. in the spring, one right. of those two time periods, and you're able to raise enough support right. for the entire year yep. and do it in such a way that people buy into your vision. That's right. Do it in such a way that people support you on a monthly basis. Right. So instead of having these bursts of money, yep. you're growing That's right, your, you're growing your base. Absolutely. Right? And yep. so month after month your base is growing yep. and it's built on relationships. Yep. So then, you know, it actually ends up being less work for more results. Yeah. Right. Right. In the long it's being run. Valuable or cost effective work, whatever. Right. right. Yeah. And I think it's just I think sometimes ministries get stuck into this mindset of like, well, we just do this. We always do it. We always yeah. do it and yeah. it's just people expect it. Right. And so That's why right. wouldn't we do right. it? Right. But imagine if you went to your donors or your imagine if you went to your, you know, mailing list and you said, you know, this year we decided uh, to save the money on a walk for life, right. to save the money right. on a golf outing. We're going to put a lot of effort into putting on a really nice vision dinner. Right. And we're going to invite you to a special event where you're going to be able to contribute. And it just, it would relieve so much pressure off of your team. Yes. You would probably right. have so much more energy right. going into that oh, yeah. one event because yeah. you're not exhausted all year right. from doing events right, all the right. time. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Jason, one of the things, and I'm, you know, at the risk of bringing up another controversial subject, which yeah. we'll address okay. at, at another time. Right. But when I go in to help coach someone on a dinner and they're doing an auction, I will say that is a distraction. Don't go down that path. Raise your money through the dinner and you won't even need an auction. I can't tell you what the uh, the sigh of relief, the volunteers, they'll come to me in the side and say, I am so tired of auctions. They really don't deliver and do what they want to do. Right. It's exactly the same with this, Jason. You're right. right. If you can just, just put your energy into something that's going to get a great return, you don't have to do all these other things. Right. Well, and this is really the strategy that some of these larger organizations like Campus Crusade, right. Young Life, mm -hmm. um, Bethany Christian Services, and others right. who they they have realized this. Right. You know, like I don't see Campus Crusade doing a, a walk for campuses. And you won't find us doing uh, 
car washes and golf. bake sales and right and for the most part golf events and things just because they are so taxing time consuming so complicated with right. taking out the value of something right. it just you know well and really i mean canvas crusade for christ one of the world's largest organizations largest uh, you you work there yeah uh, you've been working there for yep. 40 years yep and this is really their strategy yeah i mean they is. don't they really don't do anything yeah. else yeah and it's it's almost like kind of it's like well why not you right know, it's almost yeah. like in a way it feels kind of overly simplified yeah you know because yeah. it's like yeah. well a dinner is like easy in yeah. a way you yeah. know like i mean once you understand what to do right it feels like well why don't we just do something like you could see some oh, new director yeah. coming in and being like well we need to change things up and just do things different and right just because it's like we can't just do a dinner every year that's right. so boring right right you know but yeah. that's really what yeah you know the the proven strategy yeah. For a lot of these organizations that have built up into these million-dollar organizations, it's been proven yeah. that the Vision Dinner far exceeds no, it does. It's, anything it's, else. It's just steady growth. That's what we see. And it's not just money, Jason. We see growing new partners. And like you said, which is right, right. growing monthly partners and i mean we're seeing uh, incredible growth in that way and you don't get a lot of that from a walkathon you you do get that burst of income like you said but you right. don't get that those monthly commitments like you do right. for for a dinner yeah we're not trying to throw anyone under the bus <laughs> and say you know you're doing it wrong right. and we're you right never we're do it yeah, yeah no we're not saying you should never do it i mean mm -hmm. we're not even saying uh, don't stop you know it was something that i never really thought about when we had this conversation because i thought I thought you were on board with the Walk for Life. You know, I actually thought we would add it to our training someday. Mm -hmm. And uh, little did I know that, you know, I I thought that it was fundraising because it's my friends helping to raise funds. So you can yeah. see that I had a kind of a yeah. misunderstanding yeah. of even what fundraising yep. was. Yep. Um, and so I'm learning too, you know, and you're learning with me and, you know, we're all benefiting from this podcast. So thanks, Jim, for sure. you know helping us understand these concepts. And if you've got another opinion, we would love to hear that. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's why we've got the comment section below. Please, yep. you know, put tell me, Jim Dempsey, you are wrong. I, I can't believe you even <laughs> defended this. Well, or, if you think that he's wrong, you know, say... Uh, I think say it, it in a nice way, <laughs> but yeah, for sure. <laughs> say it, for sure. Think about it in terms of like, really try to understand what our point yeah. is, right? Because yeah. we're, yeah. we're not saying that a thon events don't raise right. money. That's right? right. What we're saying is they're not effective in developing long-term yeah. partners. Yeah. And right? is Over it time. the most effective use of your time and your money? That's really it. And right. I just, I want you to look at that and say, is it the best, most effective way? Is it so, worth burning out your yeah. staff yep. and having yep. a tired yep. volunteer base? Yep. Or would it be better to yep. focus on one event that really yep. is brings yep. the most gas to the yep. fire? But let's, you know, put it, let's have a discussion in the comment section. Don't yeah. be afraid to put that in there. Yeah. Uh, if you, you know, if you have it, let's, let's start it. I, I love this community to address mm -hmm. this topic and this issue. Uh, that's why we've got this podcast to be able to address the tough issues. And are we going to bring to you on some episodes things that you're going to totally disagree with? Absolutely. You're probably going to agree with about 80% plus percent of what we talk about yeah but 
if there's 20% out there, we're going to be, we're going to just bring to you what we believe to be the right way to do things. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube because we got a lot more episodes coming out. And if you want to listen on the car or on the go, you can subscribe on our Apple Podcasts. You can look up Fundraising Masterminds Podcasts. You can also find us on Spotify. And if you're interested in learning more about our Perfect Vision Dinner strategy, you can check it out at fundraisingmasterminds.net. We actually have a uh, course that we walk people through step by step, arm in arm. We actually do coaching yep. uh, where yep. we walk you through yep. how to do the, the vision dinner correctly. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's perfect because it's perfect for you, Jason. Yeah. That's what it is. It's yep. perfect for each and every one of you. Yeah. And so again, we're taking all the knowledge that we've learned over you know 60 plus yep. years of right. combined knowledge and uh, bringing, bringing it, it to you. To you. Uh, and helping you be successful. So um, definitely check that out. It's at fundraisingmasterminds.net. And again, uh, thank you so much for watching. And if you found this to be valuable, hit that like button. Tell us what you thought. Write us a comment. Be sure to comment. Ask us a question. We'd love to hear from you. Well, thanks, Jim, for this wonderful episode and conversation. We look forward to our next episode next week. Right. Can't wait to see what it is. So I hope that you're with us next (laughs) week and we'll see you next time. See you next time. (laughs) 